Hello, I am Kimberly Adams, and welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense. I'm Kyle Rizdahl. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. This one is the 20th of March. First, we're going to do uh, some news. Then we'll do a little smile at the end. Uh, and then you can get on about your days or, you know, your afternoons or your evenings or wherever you listen to us. So uh, let's begin here, shall we? Ms. Adams, you want to go first? Sure. I've got two today. Um, the first one is very much on the news that we've been covering and covering and covering about, you know, banking and bank failures and, you know, all the action over the weekend with the Federal Reserve and other global banks and buying UBS buying Credit Suisse, and there's just so much action, which you can hear about on our show and elsewhere. But what I wanted to do was look ahead because this week the Federal Reserve is meeting, or the Federal, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve Open Market mm-hmm. Committee. Um, and they have been, as we have also discussed, raising interest rates to try to tamp down on inflation for quite some time now. However, A lot of the talk around what's been going on in the banking sector has linked it directly back to the rising interest rates and that it's affecting the ability of these banks to hold on to capital and meet the liquidity requirements that they need to not have what happened to SVB happen to them. So Mm. it'll be very interesting to see how this week the Federal Reserve balances the need to continue their push to tamp down on inflation while not feeding into this frenzy around the increase in interest rates factoring into the chaos happening in the banking sector. There are uh, two interesting stories that we'll have in the show notes. Reuters has a good write-up about sort of (laughs) did SVB break the Fed and how – You know, the Fed is really – and other global central bankers are going to have to sort of factor these things in. And then Bloomberg has a piece called – in one of their newsletters, Five Ways Banking Turmoil Will Impact Mm -hmm. the Fed's Mm -hmm. Decision. It's going to be really interesting to watch this week. I think it's going to be super interesting. And I think the communications challenge that Jay Powell and the Fed has in its – Powell in his press conference and the Fed itself in the statement – is going to be really, really big. I think it's just so tricky, the tight walk, the, the tight rope that they're going to have to walk. Yeah, for sure. My other one is the latest IPCC report uh, mm-hmm. is out, and that would be the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. It's not exactly a new chunk of the report. It's a synthesis of all the reports that have come out. And, you know, it's it attempts to be optimistic in that it says we have the technical know-how and the ability to fight human-induced climate change. We could deal with this problem, but we have a very, very long way to go, and it looks like it's going to be really difficult. Um, One of the report's authors, and I'm reading here from The Guardian, pointed out that emissions fell by 6% in 2020 owing to the COVID-19 lockdowns, and a similar fall would be needed each year for the next decade to meet our climate goals. And so if you think about that, that is COVID lockdown level of not burning emissions every year for a decade, which is unrealistic. But the scale of the problem is big, and maybe it will make people do something different. I don't know. 
<laughs> Look, you, you got to hope so. You, you got to yeah. hope it makes people pay attention. Uh, and I, I, I think we're all paying more attention. I don't know that the people in position to do anything about it, the politicians and the policymakers are, but I think certainly the rest of us are. Yeah. All right. What you got? Uh, So mine is uh, domestic politics, and it's a veto uh, that President Biden issued today. It is his first veto, uh, and it's about um, investing and uh, federal managers of retirement plans. So here's what the the veto is about. Republicans wanted to ban the government from considering environmental impacts or potential lawsuits— uh, when making investment decisions for people's retirement plans. It's called ESG, and Republicans in Congress want to ban it. They want to let people, not let people consider that when they're managing other people's money. And that, to me, seems to be kind of, just going back to what we were talking about when the IPCC report, um, seems to be kind of nonsensical, right? Environment, society, environment, ESG, sustainability and governance, right? You want environmental mm-hmm. awareness, you want sustainable awareness, and you want good government awareness. And Republicans in Congress want to um, not let money managers consider that. It would have reinstated a Trump-era ban on money managers doing that, uh, and the president today vetoed that bill. It's noteworthy for two reasons. One is it's his first veto. That's always a measure of, of, you know, sort of what's going on in the White House. And it's talking about here the president moving away from the Congress as he runs for election and he deals with a fractured Congress. Uh, but also, are you kidding me? You're not going to let people consider that stuff? Come on, man. That's, that's my rant. That's Got my nothing rant. to add there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we really need All a right. smile after that. <laughs> Juan Carlos, hit. Why don't right, you go first? To, because I will yeah. go first. I am going to out myself as a lover of the Oxford comma, sometimes called the serial comma. I think it adds clarity and purpose to good writing, and it makes it confusing when it's not. And I'm not the only one. Kings County, Washington, the home of Seattle uh, and various other good state cities up in the state of Washington has legislation on the floor, an ordinance, I'll read you the title, an ordinance relating to the use of serial commas and ordinances and motions and adding a new section to the Kings County Code, Chapter 1.02. Beginning the effective date of this ordinance, it goes on, use of the serial comma is the standard for Kings County ordinances and motions. Yes. I'm all about the Oxford comma, the serial comma. You go, Kings County. I am all the way full. Not half full, all the way full. Yes. All the way full. Yes. I, I love All this. This definitely makes me yes. smile. Yes. <sighs> you know, <laughs> it's so funny. The fights on social media over the Oxford oh, yeah. comma. Just, <laughs> it's like, just. Oh, they're huge. Let's be clear. Just clarity. Totally. Clarity. It's not a bad yep. thing. All right. So mine takes a little bit of setup. So okay. there is a guy who goes by the handle Spirit Walker on TikTok. And I guess he's like a costume designer and engineer, but he's known for kind of putting on this incredibly scary looking monster costume and kind of walking around and surprising people. And sometimes they freak out, sometimes they run, and it's a really scary, scary looking costume. But I guess in one of their like street escapades, they come up to this little girl who just is delighted by this monster. And 
finds it so fascinating. I'm talking like a little, little girl, like had to be like maybe three or four or something like that. And she's just smiling and she's laughing and it is all very, very cute. And so it got like 50 million views on TikTok or something like that. And so somebody actually went and found the little girl and the family, and they reunited her with this scary monster, and she was so thrilled, and they gave her, like, a little plushie of the monster, and she's adorable again. And she's like, it's the dinosaur, and she's (laughs) hugging this, like, very creepy-looking monster. I probably need to send you a better link, because were you able to even see that on TikTok or no? Uh, No. But Here, that's okay. I sent you there. Click the link. You, I want you to watch it. It's super All cute. Right. All right, let me get it on Slack. Here, you slacking it to me? Is that where? No, I just put it in the uh, script. Oh, all right. Going to the dock. Going to the dock. Hang mm-hmm. on. Stand by. Stand by. Oh my God! Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she loves it. That's great. Oh my God. It's so cute. Hi, dinosaur. Oh, that's super cute. <laughs> that's super cute. Yes. Anyway, that's that great. made me really happy. Who, who, says, I, who says TikTok is full of spies for the Chinese government? Come on. It's also few, filled with um, cute little girls and not that's having right. fear of anything and embracing all kinds of difference. <laughs> that's right. It was cool. It was great. Yeah. Was not at all scary. Not at all scary. <laughs> Oh, right, because I should have, because scary movies. Now, I would not want to see that creature in a movie. That's for sure. (laughs) It's pretty scary. Okay, that is it for today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. But before we go, we wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who donated for our March fundraiser. You might remember that we had quite a bit uh, of a gap left towards the final days of our fundraiser. But thanks to over a thousand people who donated on Friday, we almost made it. We got really close within eight thousand dollars of our goal. So thank you to everyone who donated. We almost got there. Uh, If you missed your chance to donate last week, you can still give now and help us close that gap. And just go to marketplace.org slash give smart. And that would be wonderful if you were able to. But really, thank you again. We are so appreciative and inspired by all your support. Please and thank you. Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeker. Today's program was engineered by Juan Carlos Torado. Ellen Rolfus writes our newsletter. Our intern is Antonio Barreras. Marissa Cabrera is still our acting senior producer. Bridget Bonder is the director of podcasts. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand. 